Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, the no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today on the show, we have Pamela Savino with Live Authentically. Welcome, Pamela. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Live Authentically. How are you serving folks? Yeah, thanks for asking. So Live Authentically is a life coaching business that I founded a couple of years ago. And um, I started off serving a number of different people in different areas. Um, moms who are looking to step into their authentic reality, really anyone who is looking to find more purpose and meaning in their lives. And um, I have actually pivoted into the corporate space. Um, I grew up in corporate America. I have 10 solid years as a pension consulting actuary, working with Fortune 100 companies, um, managing and designing their defined benefit pension plans. So it made sense for me to go back into that arena. So I'm doing a lot of really cool work in the corporate space right now with C-suite executives helping them incorporate energy into their lives and into their businesses so they can reach unprecedented levels of success. Well, how did you get into the coaching business as a whole? How, how did you make that shift? Yeah, that was quite a shift, quite a pivot, right? From uh, mergers and acquisitions to life coaching. Um, it was I actually got divorced a couple of years ago and was doing a lot of soul searching in that process. And I just felt, you know, the word authentic bubbling up. I always knew I wanted to do something to serve others. And, you know, one day it just felt natural to be a spiritual life coach. So I became certified and, you know, I've been on the spiritual journey for about 15 years now. Um, When I was 31, I lost a baby unexpectedly at the end of the third trimester. And I do talk about that openly because that is such a big piece of my story. That's really, that was a big heart awakening catalyst for me that really prompted me to start doing my soul work. So since 31, I've been filling up my picture, doing my soul work. And it was during my divorce process that the universe said, okay, you've been doing all this work for for such a long time now, it's time to share it. So I decided to found my life coaching business, started my podcast, launched my my debut book. And, um, you know, it's been pretty much fireworks ever since. And I attest that I really attribute that to um, just being willing to take a leap of faith. You know, I, I don't take credit for this single-handedly, of course. It's the universe. It's the partnership with the universe. When we step into our truth and step into that authentic space, um, a, a number of possibilities open up to us that we wouldn't otherwise have been aware of. Now, could you educate our listeners a little bit about the difference between a life coach, a business coach, um, and then maybe even throw in a therapist or a consultant in there? Because they all seem to be people who are trying to advise people through maybe some transitions or some difficult times. How do you see the difference between all of those? That's a great question. And this is one that I'm asked a lot of, you know, oftentimes. So I'll start with um, a therapist. A therapist is someone who is who's um, who's trained and licensed to treat certain um, mental illnesses. So, um, you know, depression, anxiety, things like that. So the way I view it, I kind of view it in terms of a chart. So a therapist's goal is to, is to get people kind of back up to baseline. Um, consulting, consulting is when we, when we consult, when we advise others and, and give them direction. The way I see a coach is, 
My job is simply to awaken, to empower and educate and awaken um, people to their truth. So I view myself as a guide. I view myself as a steward. I like to give people a menu of options and let them make the choices that feel uh, feel right for them in their reality. So then how would an engagement work? Like what is the kind of um, the, I don't want to say pain necessarily, because maybe it isn't pain, but maybe it's sometimes it is pain that, that your prospective clients are having right before they hire you. Yeah. And that can, you know, the, the pain can present in a number of different ways. Um, for some people, they just feel like they have no motivation. They may have lost that spring in their step. Um, many of my clients are coming to me now, particularly in the corporate space, feeling overwhelmed. So dealing with high levels of stress and uh, and just feeling almost almost paralyzed because the stress is just so, so burdensome. Um, so my goal is to help people find ease. You know, when we can when we can flow with the direction life is taking us, there's an ease and an organicness. And, you know, I really, I'm a back to the basics person. I like to help people establish healthy lifestyles. So lifestyles that will sustain them for for the rest of their decades. Um, so, you know, can again, it can, the pain can present in a number of different ways, but those are just a few examples. Um, again, people maybe seeking to seeking their purpose, looking for deeper meaning, feeling like I just, I checked all the boxes in my life, but I'm still not happy. So I help them navigate those really complex situations. And then what are some of the kind of, in an early conversation with someone and you're trying to, I would imagine each side's trying to see if it's the right fit. What are some of the questions you're asking uh, when you're kind of having those uh, initial discovery conversations? I ask them questions like, um, you know, what do you feel, what, what do you feel is missing in your life right now? What are some things you're struggling with? Um, I ask them kind of what questions keep bubbling to the surface. Um, I also talk long-term too. I don't like to just come in and fix short-term issues. You know, I, I, I dig really deep and I ask them questions like, you know, what are your core values? What do you want your legacy to be? How do you want people to remember you? Uh, what are your most challenging life experiences? Because that often sheds light on, on our purpose and helps us to find direction and find purpose and meaning. Um, so I, I like to go uh, deep sea diving pretty much right from the get-go. Now, do you find that when you do kind of maybe focus on the end in mind, keeping the end in mind and focusing on how the story ends, um, when you're probing in that area, does it sometimes unlock things for individuals that things that maybe they didn't think about on a day to day basis, but really are, is the heart of what their life like they'd like their life to be? Yes, absolutely. I see epiphanies in my sessions all the time, starting at the very first session. I've had a couple of executives say to me recently, wow, I'm, I'm seeing the world through different lenses, literally just after one session. And that's because, you know, we're not conditioned to think about life uh, from that perspective, right? And, 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 you know, you can't blame anybody, obviously, for it, right? Because we're in the throes. I mean, people are busy. They're in the throes of everyday life, taking care of their, their jobs and tending to their families and houses. And, you know, it can be, um, you know, can feel like you're kind of in the rat race, kind of on that hamster wheel. If, and, you know, whenever do we have that opportunity to pause, right, and think about these deep questions? So, yes, I do see light bulbs go on all the time. And I see the awakening start to happen from the very first session. You know, I've had people say to me before, you know, I've never had a conversation like this before. This isn't, you know, this isn't light stuff. This isn't kind of casual conversation that people talk about. But this is where I think the answers are. I think when we start digging really deep, 
um, then there's definitely, there's a magnetism to that. People find that they start to feel re-energized and revitalized and start to get a feel for, for what it is like to live with deeper purpose and meaning and substance. Now, in your work with business owners, um, are they typically coming to you with kind of, um, at least in their mind, this, I want to fix my business, but maybe once they start kind of digging into their business, it's really them that they're trying to fix? Yes, yes. They're, they're very, um, the personal and the professional areas are, are very much intertwined. So many of them come, you know, with, with business issues. I do corporate coaching as well. Um, but yeah, a lot of times we end up talking about personal issues because once we start to unpack it, right, once we start to peek behind the curtain, we realize that there's really a lot more going on. Um, and a lot of the issues that are that are recurring are issues that stem back to early childhood experiences. So there is a lot of healing around um, going back um, years or decades into the past and uh, really helping them identify patterns, identify triggers. Um, take ownership and accountability for behaviors and actions. I mean, not coming from a place of blaming or shaming, but just from heightened awareness to help them understand how certain patterns and, and how they're showing up may be affecting their home life or maybe affecting their business. And little by little, then we start to kind of make those, those patterns. We turn them from unconscious into conscious. And we help them, I help them step into vulnerability. That's the area that is, is really hot right now. And I really do coax leaders and encourage leaders to step into that space. It's super uncomfortable, but that is the gateway for growth and transformation. And I think one of the best things leaders can do is step into that space and, and set the tone for their organization because that will pave the way for their, um, you know, the, their team members to follow. Now, do you find, um, especially people in leadership positions, uh, some of them feel that they have to have all the answers and that they have to be the one that is telling other people where to go, what to do, and that they would benefit from kind of just stepping back and being vulnerable, like you were saying, and just saying, I don't know. And, you know, this is, I'm, I'm giving you my best shot and I'm taking my best guess here and being honest and authentic from that standpoint um, and, and still, still be a leader. Like I, I think some people confuse um, having to know every answer as being a leader, as opposed to just, just trying to help other people together find the answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up. This is um, a lot of what my work is centering around right now. Um, I actually happen, I do a lot of work with with, with males, actually, um, male business owners, CEOs, founders, et cetera. And I think a lot of that comes from, you know, the conditioning, this idea that, you know, that male leaders have to have it all together. And they're constantly in that creating mode, providing, producing, um, controlling, making it happen, constant motion, having to be strong, keeping emotion out of it, having the answers. And, and I believe that there is tremendous value in um, and not to get super metaphysical here, but really it does have energetic underpinnings, working in some of those um, divine feminine energies. And those have to do with surrendering and trusting the process and using your intuition and knowing that you don't have to have all the answers and having patience and being in the mode of allowing and just letting things unfold. So it really does take a balance of the energies in order to be whole and complete. And when we actually, when we balance those energies, that's when we really unlock ourselves. That's when the magic happens. And there's actually a sense of relief. 
you know, when I talk to to business owners who are alphas, whether they're males or females, because there are plenty of female alphas out there as well, there's almost a sense of relief that, oh man, like it's been so exhausting and so cumbersome to carry around this weight and carry around this responsibility that, you know, everything's been falling on my shoulders. And you can just see there's a sigh, there's a relaxation in the facial muscles that, wow, I never realized that I didn't have to have all the answers. Um, so I kind of absolve them of that. I relieve them of that, of that and say, there is tremendous power. You can actually tap into your personal power at an even greater level and access that when you just relax. You know, I said, this is not supposed to be hard. Life is not supposed to be hard. Business is not supposed to be hard. It's not all about rolling up your sleeves and grinding it out and working as hard as you can and getting up the next day and doing it all over again. That's when we can, we can um, you know, kind of drift over into forcing mode rather than just flowing. So it really does take a balance of the energies that spiritually aligned action steps, right? We can't just, you know, obviously just sit and wait for things to happen. We need to take those spiritually aligned steps. Um, but alignment, I always say one person who is aligned or, you know, I one person who is um, one person who is aligned can accomplish more in a hundred years than one person who is not aligned can accomplish um one person, I'm sorry, let me say that again. One person who is aligned can accomplish more in one year than one person who is not aligned can accomplish in a hundred years. And that just kind of gives you the sense for the power of being in alignment, speaking your truth, coming from that authentic place, being vulnerable, making sure all of that is within alignment, making sure you're leading and living from a place of integrity and a place of authenticity. That's when I see people really take off. That's when I see the aha moments happen. And that's when people can really tap into and optimize their personal power. Now, do you find that, um, and you used the word alpha before, I believe, and uh, some people try to control things uh, that maybe are un uncontrollable. And, um, and I don't think it's wise in a lot of cases just to sit back and wait for the phone to ring and wait for opportunity to, to, you know, land on my desk. I think it's important for me to be taking action and moving in some direction. But I think it's most important that when I find a direction that where there is an ease and there is kind of alignment coming pretty rapidly or easily to maybe lean more in that direction a lot of times. And I think that's where success really can be accelerated. And the folks that struggle and grind and confuse that with kind of struggling and grinding on the right path maybe aren't in the right path. I agree with that. And I think one of the best barometers um, to, to kind of tell you what mode you're in is, is really tapping into how does this feel, right? How is this unfolding? Does it feel like it's forced? Does it feel like I'm trying to fit a square peg in a round hole? Does it feel like I'm trying to make it happen? Because our intuition is, is, is highly skilled and highly able to, to tell us if this is meant for us or not. So it really does, it really involves a process of going within and just sitting quietly and, and stepping away from that constant motion and carving out time for solitude. And again, listening to your intuition, asking yourself, how does this feel? What does my, what is my gut telling me here? Now, I find that people don't kind of block time in their day or life or week or month or wherever, anytime for this kind of deep thinking where they just kind of get in tune with uh, I, I guess you're calling it the universe, uh, mm -hmm. but it, this kind of a life of meaning and then a life of serving and things like that, if that's really important to you, you know, try to make sure that your actions are aligned with that dream. And 
I, I just don't see it happening as often as I'd like. Do you find more and more people are taking that step? Maybe, I guess, to use your language to live authentically nowadays? I think there definitely is heightened awareness around it. I mean, mental health right now amongst entrepreneurs, business owners, um, people in, in high powerful you know positions, uh, mental health is becoming a, top, a hot topic right now because people are realizing the importance of proactivity. You know, getting in front of some of these issues because you know the overwhelm can become you know can become you know completely burdensome, and you know nobody is their is their most productive self when they're stressed and exhausted, et cetera. So I do think it is being prioritized. I to, do you think it's being valued more than it is has been in the past? I think there's a heightened sense of awareness around it. And yes, as people start to talk about it more, I see more people carving it into their day. And I think it's necessary. I mean, particularly, I think it's necessary to for, for stress management, to have mental clarity, and particularly for people who are in leadership positions, who are visionaries. You know, we have to intentionally give ourselves the space to create. We can't be in creative visionary mode, right? Strategy mode if we're, you know, knee deep in the details every day, right? We have to step away. We have to clear the space. And, and I do that. I do that on a regular basis. I do that a few times a week, you know, large blocks of time where I just go deep. In fact, I was late with my late for a meeting with my assistant the other day. I was in like super deep creative mode. I was just in that mode. I completely lost track of time. You know, that's what you want to be happening a few times a week, at least go into that deep creative mode and also carve time. Even if you're not intentionally doing that deep creative work, carve out time to regenerate and to relax. And to restore, that's such an important part of any process. And I think it's particularly important for leaders and business owners, because there are a lot of stressors, are a lot of responsibilities. And I think that's another area that's underprioritized in our society, um, where, you know, what seems to be valued and seems to be um, upheld as, as a very, you know, noble undertaking is the hard work, is the grit, is the slaying. And don't get me wrong, I love to slay. Um, but there, I also love to relax and regenerate. And I find that I bounce back even higher and more and more powerful and more productive after that period of rest and, and regeneration. Now, in your career, it's uh, taken a few different paths over the course of your career. Can you maybe give some advice for that uh, person maybe that was in a corporate world or corporate had a corporate role and is now transitioning or considering to transition into a coaching role or a coaching career, any kind of do's and don'ts, if you could do it again? Yeah, I think, well, the first thing I would think about is, is value. You know, I think I find that when we are adding value to the world, um, that's when we get into that state of flow. That's when things start to unfold organically. So I would, I would suggest that someone looking to enter the coaching world really do some deep soul work and deep discerning around what niche of coaching they'd like to go into, because I think that's really important. Um, I think if we look towards our life experiences, those often give us clues to what our, what at least what our entry point is, what our niche is. Now we're all growing and evolving every single day on this journey. So I've pivoted a little bit on my coaching career thus far and will continue to pivot as my career progresses. But, you know, initially I, I was coaching around life experiences that I had had, which involved grief and loss, which involved divorce. That's where I was at that point in time. So that's what I would suggest is looking, looking to your life experiences and finding that common thread that runs through that golden thread that runs through your life, because that often gives us clues to what our real purpose is and where we could add the most value in the world. Now, for you today, what is the niche that you uh, would like to serve or you feel that you serve best today? 
today, as I sit here, um, uh, CEOs, corporate level um, executives, C-suite executives, people are in who are in positions of leadership, because I find that if they incorporate energy, if they learn how to balance those energies and bring those those kind of um, you know, those softer concepts that have been met with resistance in the past, such as vulnerability and transparency and lead from that place, that's when they can really unlock their potential. So I'm finding that that's, it's a very natural fit for me, particularly with my, my 10 years of corporate background. Um, so I love working with, um, with people who are in a position to influence their organizations because they can totally curate the culture. That's what I love to help them do is curate the culture, totally transform their business and invest in people and um, so that they can lead from a place of service and growth, connection. Those are all the foundations of, of, you know, of stable, healthy, you know, sustainable organizations, really looking at the people. At the end of the day, you know, we all want the same thing, right? Whether we're, we're a new hire, fresh out of college, up to the CEO, we want to feel valued. We want to feel validated. We want to feel heard. We want to feel seen. We want to understand that our job is a very important part of the overall organization, and we do that by caring for the entire person, not just treating them as an employee, but caring for them as a whole. So I really do teach and preach and follow a holistic lifestyle, mind, body, and spirit, caring for the whole person. And that ultimately leads, leads to more, you know, to happier and more fulfilled individuals. And ultimately it impacts profitability, productivity, employee engagement, enhanced employee morale, and ultimately flows through to the bottom line. So that investment really is a win-win for, for both sides of the equation. If somebody wanted to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, or maybe get a hold of your book, uh, what is the website to get uh, to learn more? The best place to go is liveauthentically.today. Well, Pamela, thank you so much for sharing your story today. I really appreciate it. Uh, you're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. Yeah.